Good morning, February 11th, 2024, and here we are uh, on Super Sunday. Uh, we finally got to the end of the end of the NFL season, and uh, and here we are. But before that, we got we had uh, Michigan State. I know if if I got it up in time, I ran out and got that bet in. Uh, they were losing the whole time, and then closed it out, and in the end, ended up. Uh, Ended up covering, make the cover. So uh, it was a nice way to start the day. Uh, I think we had a little, a couple of UFC fights last night that we, uh, some underdogs hit, but uh, overall, pretty d- decent day. And then the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah I, uh, you know, I was, I was kind of excited for you. You're a festive move. I thought you were heading over to the waste management uh, tournament the way that you were acting uh, yesterday, coach. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, the best way I could describe it, if you don't know what I'm talking about, is, this is like a scene from um, Happy Gilmore, where the crowd has got like the the helmets with the double beer drinking and and all that. Did you see some of that stuff? I did. It was uh, it's it completely and utter utterly out of control. If you get on Twitter, there's some good pictures, some messy pictures of people falling, uh, urinating in public. I mean, it, it was a it was a sloppy mess. I can't <laughs> I can't imagine that they're going to continue uh, doing that party hole. I just I just can't imagine that. <laughs> They had one one scene. Now, do you know who Billy Bob is from um, Friday Night Lights, that movie yeah. a while back? There was a guy who looked like him that, that did a belly slide. Well, he attempted a belly slide down a slick mini hill, and he rolled. Then he gets up, he raises his hand, woo, and some guy starts patting his stomach, and you can see the course in the background. I, I can't believe it. I saw a post. I don't know if this is real or if someone fabricated this, but it has a letterhead that looks like it's from Waste Management PGA, and it says that we have reconsidered our decision to have um, – that, you know, the amount of alcohol we serve because some individuals don't really understand the phrase drink responsibly. Instead, they think it means get shit faced. <laughs> I re- I retweeted as we were talking here. I retweeted on our on our Twitter page a guy literally sitting in a stool passed out and he's urinating <laughs> through his clothes through the stool. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the messiest thing I've ever seen. I, I haven't seen things like this since my days at SIU uh, at Halloween. Back right. It, it looks like, it's some, like, like it just so happens to overline with like college spring break and they thought that the bunker was the beach and they just went to the wrong place or something, you know. Right. But uh, that's good stuff. Anyways, uh, it was a bad idea. Yeah. Well, right. uh, the, the NBA, you know, those those ones that I said, take a look at, I ended up picking Cleveland myself. But I think out of all the teams that, you know, there are some back to back teams that played each other, I think, um, Washington and Philly, maybe. But out of the ones that did not play a team that was also back to back, that those teams that were better rested did win in cover. Uh, we don't have that situation today. You know who I kind of like, Coach, and this isn't going to surprise you. I like Miami at home. Um, now, here's the reason why. Boston had a little chip on their shoulder going into Miami because they wanted to avenge last year's loss, and, and I think they've lost two years in a row now um, in the, uh, you know, I don't know if it was the the finals the year before, but last year it was the finals when Miami went on to play in the NBA finals, uh, the conference finals, that is. So so today, I mean, they just got embarrassed on Miami's home floor last time they they played. And they're playing there again today. 
Um, Boston is a five or a sit. Now it's a six point favorite on the road, which that could mean someone important for Miami is not playing, but I still like Miami in this situation. I actually think they're going to win. Uh, we'll, we'll see if that holds true, but getting six points on your home court. And if you watch Miami, they got their shirt that says heat culture, you know, all the way to the top with Pat Riley down to Jimmy Butler on the floor. They don't accept mediocrity and they have started to turn it around. They struggled offensively. So what they've done is clamped down on defense and played much better defense the last few games. And they've been winning. They beat Orlando at home. So they won that series three to one recently. And now they got Miami or excuse me, Boston. So I see this game, one of the only games that's on TV today. So it's it's nationally broadcast. Miami is going to come in ready to play. So I don't know if they'll win. I just don't know if they'll have all the horses on the floor to do that. But I guarantee that they're going to come in with a little different attitude than they did last time they got whooped on. And, and they surely remember the score of the last time they played. So that's the game I like in the NBA today. Um, it's a, I think it's a noon start, right? They got a couple of these NBA games going off and should finish before the, um, the Super Bowl starts. But this one's one of the only thing that's going to be on TV at noon. And, uh, and, and I do believe that the Heat come back and, uh, and at least make this a game. And I, I expect the Heat to come out of the gates pretty fired up. So, so playing them early on in the game is probably um, a good idea if you, you believe what I'm saying could come true. All right, and uh, I got a few college. College starts off at 11 o'clock today, and, and I, uh, I won my college play yesterday. I've been targeting teams that really in February here need a, need a little uh, help going down, uh, getting into the tournament, uh, going down that road. So uh, teams with a little bit of motivation today, um, that, that that's kind of what I'm targeting. I did a Northwestern and UAB Moneyline Parlay. Uh, both those teams, uh, you know, fighting, uh, jockeying for a position in the NCAA tournament and a seed. Uh, I took Seton Hall. It's at five and a half right now. I bought that up to six. Uh, they're playing Villanova. I think both teams, uh, you know, need a, need a victory. I think they'll get inside this number. Uh, another team that, that's fighting for their life is North Texas. Uh, you can get that at five and a half on, on MGM. And Tulane has gone up plus nine and plus nine and a half on MGM plus nine and DK. Uh, you can, uh, they, they need a win. And then uh, the last one uh, that, that needs a, a good showing is uh, in the numbers matchup is Bowling Green plus seven. So I played all those today uh, to get a little primer for, uh, for the uh, Super Bowl today. And uh, yeah, I from- only got one college suggestion coach. Uh, Go ahead. And, and, and that is Tom Ezzo. Do not wear that lime green sweater again. Your staff looks stupid. They look terrible. I thought they were going to a neon party after the game. Tom Izzo is all – the only thing that would make sense is because he is probably top five ugliest college coaches there are. So maybe they said, you know what, we're going we're gonna to go with a lime green sweater to, to take the attention off of, of uh, you know, the, the ladies don't get scared looking at you. But come on, lime green – for your entire staff that doesn't match, well, I don't get it. Maybe there's some inside thing that I should be aware of, but this just, to me, that's my that's my NCAA pick today is don't wear that sweatshirt again. That I'm I'm going 100 percent on that. Did you watch the last 10 minutes of that game? There was a there was a point where they were down by five or six, and he was so red. I thought he was going to have a coronary, but his red face and his lime green uh, pullover didn't didn't do him justice. He looked like a Christmas tree yesterday. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. I. 
I don't really watch much. Once the tournament games roll around, I'll watch a little bit more. Sometimes I'll throw it on the side TV, but no, I I, I don't I don't watch much of that. Well, I, I just saw enough to like when I turned the TV on, it was glowing like like a Grinch movie or something like that. So so that's that's where I had trouble watching anything else because it was a glowing coming out of the TV. So I had to shut it off. Um, so so that was probably part of the problem. Well, we got a big uh, we got a big game today that's on and uh, an Usher concert too so that's going to be going on. But uh, for me, I haven't placed a bet yet. Uh, I've placed many props. I talked about those yesterday uh, on the show. But for me, it's it's going to come down to this: is if you have to bet on if you had to bet on Patrick Mahomes or Brock Purdy, who you betting on? Well, I said this yesterday. I said yeah, at the yeah. at the at the end. I gotta I gotta believe that when when the lights go on in this scenario, that's why I think Purdy's got a good shot to throw an interception. It's hard for me to believe that Mahomes is going to lose this. He's a, he's got an opportunity to go back to back. The only the only person who's done that in the last uh, what twenty five years is Tom Brady. So you know he he'd like to to add that to his, uh, to his resume and it should be his third ring. So he's getting up there. Uh, you know, you start to have that discussion, whether he's one of the best ever and what he's done the last two weeks has been simply, uh, awesome. But for me, he's played awesome. But for me, I, I, I think they're the whole package this year now with their defense has been playing lights out the last couple of weeks. I mean, sure. They were helped a little bit by a weird Ravens, uh, game plan last week, but, uh, other than that, they've shut down some of the best offenses. The Dolphins, uh, they they made the Ravens uh, look look bad. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's going to be the difference. Their defense is really starting to play well. And I, it, you see a lot of – you watch a lot of – and I've watched a lot of NFL this, this year. You see some coaches and you scratch your head and you're like, what are they doing? I, I don't think I ever do that with Andy Reid. He seems to make the right decisions in the right times. And he doesn't – where you look back and you look at Campbell, sure, you could say, oh, Campbell, you know, the, the field goals, did he cost his team? You don't know. I don't see Andy Reid making – I think he's one of the best in the top three coaches uh, of our era. He's he, I, I, For me, he's up there in the discussion with Belichick. I think he just game plans. His defensive coordinator is doing a hell of a job right now. And, and I just think uh, they might have too much – uh, for the for, for the 49ers to handle when it comes down. I think it'll be tight, but I think eventually uh, the Chiefs will take this one. Well, yeah, I, I the only bet that I already – so I have two types of bet in, which, which you guys who have been listening for along the way probably already know this. I have futures on both sides. I have more on San Francisco. So for me, it makes more sense to hedge by putting on KC. I don't like – putting money on plus two uh to me that's that's you know could it land on one or two yeah of course it could but the the statistics show that you know most team most of the time it's gonna land somewhere between three and seven um so the one additional bet that i put on is i had an open parlay coming into today you know kind of purposely done this way i took kansas city plus eight uh so i got i got the teaser uh i said open parlay i meant open teaser i had uh, a six point teaser. So I took Kansas city plus eight. I got that early. Uh, I know it's been bouncing around a little bit, but I felt like getting Kansas city over seven early was a good number. Um, 
you know, I've heard, so it, one of the things that you may want to listen to if you have a, about an hour's bet on it, uh, I don't know if you l- listen to the Super Bowl um, version of that coach or not. I think that's my, maybe where I heard about the punts, but I think they talked about a teaser on that too, which, which is interesting because they teased the Kansas City and the under in that game. Uh, there's one guy, Joe Ranieri, I think his name is, that really likes uh, the under in the second half, I think it is. Uh, he's, he thinks just because these two defenses te- seem to adjust at halftime, which is kind of an interesting take. But either way, I, I do think Kansas City plus six or six and a half is a pretty pretty strong play on, on the side. I did, um, since yesterday, I did update a few of my my different uh, props that I actually put in. I said I wanted to hold off because I wasn't really sure what numbers I could get. And I didn't want to just start saying, hey, go take this without knowing what what numbers that you could get in doing it. So I'll share a few of those now. Coach, you, you okay with me doing that now? Or you sure. got something else you want to throw? No, in? go ahead. Okay. So you know, we t- coach talked a little bit about the under and sacks. I went a different route. I went under Sam Fran and sacks two and a half um, because out of the two quarterbacks, I think Mahomes is the guy that's going to have a little more pocket presence. He's going to have a little bit more of, of a better pre-snap read to know when he has to get rid of the ball as opposed to not. So although San Francisco probably disguised some of their blitzes and everything, I think I think Mahomes is going to be a little better at picking that up, which also means that, you know, he should not get sacked as many times. So I, I kind of like the under two and a half in that. Um, you know, I not that I don't like the four and a half, but if there's one team that I see potentially getting sacked three or four times, it would be San Francisco's Purdy, you know, at the end of a game if they're losing. So I kind of tried to play all the different scenarios out, and I just don't see a scenario that – that um, Kansas City gets sacked three times with Mahomes at quarterback. I guess the only scenario could be if he got hurt, but um, that's that's where I'm playing that one. Um, I'm I'm kind of fading Ayuk a little bit, not not totally, but you know I I feel like this is going to be a running game, sort of like you talked about yesterday, Coach. And in in doing that, I think there's going to be situations where they try to get Debo the ball because he's so electric. You know, that's probably going to be running or short passes, things like that. Um, I also think there's going to be a lot of play action. I think the play action is going to fit into more of a Kittle type day as opposed to an Ayuk type day. Uh, So I think they're going to start conservative. I think Ayuk's more of a crossing route deep guy. And if I'm San Francisco, I'm staying away from those types of passes. I don't want him sailing one over the middle, which is what I talked about yesterday. So um, BetOnline has a couple interesting um, bets that I played. I played under six and a half targets for Ayuk. I like that one. I played under 13 and a half fantasy points, which unless he has 100 yards receiving or he scores a touchdown, it's hard to get 13 for him to get 13 and a half um, points. You know, he just, I just don't think he's going to have the targets and touches to do that. So, so if, the, if those two to me go hand in hand, um, another thing I like is I think Rice is in for a good day. Um, and, and the reason I think that is because I think they're going to run the ball with Pacheco and in San Francisco would be crazy not to try to do something to take away Kelsey after the games that he's had the last two weeks. Basically he's, he's almost the reason they won last game. Right. So, so when you look at, um, 
who's got to be open. They do a lot of, Andy Reid, as you mentioned, is a great coach. He's creative. He finds a lot of ways to get Rice the ball on quick screens. So I, I did this. Along with my Ayuk and Rice thoughts, I took Rice over Ayuk. There's two props that I was able to get head-to-head. They were first to 20 yards and first to 60 yards. I don't think Ayuk gets the 60 yards, right? And if it doesn't get the 60 yards, it's a void. So if neither neither receiver gets 60 yards, it's a void. But I could see a quick screen happening early in that game where Rice takes it for 14, 15, 16 yards, right? Um, so along that yard, that um, same idea is they have a prop on um, on BetUS, the, the guy that's going to have the most yards after catch. So I could see McCaffrey get a, getting a screen and having a big gain like that. But I, I like um, Rice because, again, the way that they get him the ball is a lot of quick screens, and he could potentially bust one, ends up 20, 30 yards down the field. That's a pretty nice gain after the catch, right? It does, so if he if Mahomes throws a 40-yard pass and the guy runs for 10, this is only a 10-yard play. So I really like him as the yards after catch guy. You can get that at Bet Us. Um uh, going along with what I said about Kittle and Debo, I'm going over fantasy points on both of those. I think one of them scores. I don't know which one. If they both score, terrific. But I got I got both Kittle over 11.5 fantasy points and um, Debo over 14.5 fantasy points. And then finally, the last one I put in yesterday is over 2.5 field goals. I think this is going to be a tightly contested game, but I do think that that the teams are going to move the ball. Um, I just think they're going to lock down in the red zones. Both of these teams are pretty good in the red zone and neither of these teams really go for it on fourth down. So um, you can, you can look at that as a couple different things, but I do think with the leg that Bucker has, and, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant to jump the gun on, you know, the, the Moody guy, you know, he struggled a little bit, but I still think they're going to try to kick field goals. So I, I could easily see Butker hitting two and Moody hitting one, right? So this going over two and a half field goals is is a good number for me. I don't really let, know about three and a half. It probably should be three and a half, but uh, I think there's three and a halfs out there. But I found a two and a half and I paid a little bit of, of juice for this. Um, a couple that are a little juicy um, that... I, I like I like the first drive to go over five and a half plays. I think both these coaches are great at scripting plays. I think um, one of the things that Purdy does well is that when he's trained to do something, I think he's like a robot. He can do it right. It's those it's some of those other, um, you know, ad lib type plays. He did a good job with his legs, but throwing the ball, not as much, but I think they'll get a couple first downs on the first drive, right? I think they have these plays. They're going to get the momentum going. So I think five and a half plays is a pretty good number, regardless of which team gets the ball first. And then this one's super juicy. So I would only put this in single game parlays, but I love the team that wins the toss to defer. I think both these teams defer. Um, so you can find that number, but again, it's it's too big to play by itself. But if you're looking for a third team to throw in a single game parlay or something to, to just meet a criteria of a three game parlay, a uh, single game parlay, that might be a, a, a good one because I do think that this is going to be a situation where um, either team, you know, St. Kansas City always defers, right? In the last couple teams that took took um played San Francisco took the ball and went right down the field and scored so San Francisco um 
you know, I still think won't want Kansas City to get the ball in the second half, although that there there's a small possibility they would take it. But in the end, I think there's a little advantage for them to take the ball in the second half. So so I'm 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 thinking that's a solid play too. And I, I like the field goals as well. Did you did you mention uh, the the will both teams make a, a field goal over thirty three yards? Uh, I, I saw like that. that. I saw that. I didn't. Uh, I would think that would be a good one, right? I mean, right. I, I think so. I think they're going to take probably a little more opportunities to 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 try those uh, when they get over into the uh, other other teams' field. Uh, when they get to that field position, you know, I got a points are going to be a premium and, and Kansas city happens to get in, uh, in, in the field goal range a lot and they kick a lot of field goals. So I, I could see that hitting. I also like, uh, the longest field goal to be the chiefs. Like you mentioned that, that, uh, that kicker that they got is, is head and shoulders, uh, above the, the guy that the Niners have. So I think he could easily, uh, get the, the longest field goal. I also agree with you on Kittle. I bet this probably Monday, I got it at 46 and a half. I just looked, it's at 50 and a half right now at, uh, DraftKings and, uh, MGM. I, I agree with you too. I think Kittle's going to have a big day. I also bet him to score an anytime touchdown, uh, plus money. I, I think he's a good bet to, to score. He did have an off game last game too. So I I think they gotta. They gotta. I think teams like, like you said, I think they evaluate the film and say, "Hey, we didn't get him involved enough." And when you look at the game when uh, last week when they had when they had to come back or two weeks ago against Detroit, when was their offense clicking? When they were getting Kittle involved in the second half. So when they got Kittle involved, I, I think they they if they're good coaches, right? They analyze the film and say, "Hey, when we get Kittle involved in the game, it opens up a lot of other things." So I I think Kittle uh I still like it at 50 going over 50 yards too, but uh I'll I'll uh I'll sit here with my number 46 and a half. So like always, uh, we'll probably place a, a, a I'll probably place a lot more bets between now and and 5:30, but uh Eight o'clock in the morning. That's all we got so far. So, you got anything yeah. else to wrap up? Just, just, just a, a, a reiterate something that we've talked about a lot. There are a lot of opportunities for free money out there today. Um, I know that DraftKings has a bet match. DraftKings been doing their daily like Super Bowl, um, you know, boost. Uh, you got MGM's got a. a you know, 58% boost. Um, and they have multiple ones. So if you did a single game parlay, I think you do that or a straight bet. So make sure that you, you, you search around before you put your bets in, uh, just kind of maybe make a quick list of the things that are available to you. So you'll miss something. You know, sometimes I do that where I put a NBA game in and I look, I'm like, Oh my God, I had a risk-free play. Why didn't I use that? Um, and, and, and then I end up playing something I don't like as much and, and playing the other way just to use the bet, which, which is fine. But in the case of the Super Bowl, you got plenty of action. I'm sure that you want to get in. So if you've been waiting and trying to, uh, you know, just kind of decide what you're going to go with, take advantage of all this stuff. Um, and finally, I'm going to live bet. This game is going to be a, a really good live bet game. My suggestion, what to look for first you could just live bet the money line. You know, the money line, this is going to be close enough that, for example, right now you can find the Chiefs plus money. If you put a little on the Chiefs at the beginning of the game, now all of a sudden the Chiefs go down and score. Well, as soon as they get in the red zone, if you're watching live, you know, let's say it's first and 10 from 
the 20 or, you know, let's, it doesn't even have to be the red zone. Let's say it's, it's definitely field goal range, right? So what, what sometimes they do with live bets is assume the touchdown. Um, so like if it's first and 10 from the 34 and, and the chiefs are marching, you could get San Francisco plus odds right then, because a lot of times they're assuming the touchdown. Then if they kick a field goal, it, it kind of balances, right? It, it, it's no longer a, a plus situation. So you could either do that or try to get an, a number over, three or four in this game. A seven would be great, but I just don't see that coming unless the team's up double digits. But look for three and four. I have I really think this game's gonna land somewhere between the fours. So if you can get a four and a half, um, I think you're sitting pretty. So so in addition to the other things we've said, um, don't be afraid to live bet on this game. There's some live bet boosts. Use those. Look for the correct situation. Boost your plus odds. Boost boost yourself at four and a half. So because sometimes it's four and a half minus twenty five or something. If you put the boost in there, you get even money. You you kind of cancel out those those odds. So so look in this game for that. You're you're going to have a great opportunity to find numbers that you sh- you probably shouldn't get, but everyone you know the books want money on the Super Bowl. They want people betting, so they're they're going to do some things that they might not otherwise do for us small betters, um, just to to get us going. So that's the last thing I had to say, Coach. All right. Well, everybody enjoy their Super Sunday. Um, bet bet a lot and make some money. All right. And win the day. <laughs> win the day.